All right, we are back. I'm Janine. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Very excited. Uh, my next guest is the Emmy-winning actress, motivational speaker, founder of Giving Great Voice, and upcoming TEDx speaker, Tasia Valenza. Good morning. Good morning. My fellow New Yorker, yeah. <laughs> yes, once a New Yorker, always a New Yorker. I, I call myself a shopping New Yorker living in Los Angeles for 30 years, uh, but still... I know. Still a New Yorker at heart. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I'm so excited to chat with you. So um, you've got such an interesting backstory. Uh, tell me about how you got into acting, first of all, and then how you got into voice acting. Yeah. Um, well, I love, I always joke that I'm a recovering actress and a fully functioning voiceover artist <laughs> because, because, of course, I you get know, it. AA, yeah. Actors Anonymous. Yeah, hi, my name is Tasia. I used to be an actor because, you know, it's such a, a tough business. But I I was very blessed because both my parents uh, had been actors and neither were still. My father became a restaurateur and my mother was a uh, singer, and, uh, but she was, you know, taking care of three kids. And But my father went to the performing arts and my mother went to music and art really in the early days of both of those schools. Mm-hmm. And... So it's kind of in the genes. I just absolutely loved it. And um, I didn't go to a school. I didn't make it into either of those schools. But I was, um, my mom would take me on auditions. And I, I always got all the leads in the, the school plays and the camp plays. So I knew that this is what I wanted to do. But I literally was discovered by uh, Louis Mal, a uh, director, because my mom went wow. to an open call and backstage. And they wrote uh, the wrong age. And my mom had brought my picture because I had, said, you know, take my picture of his extra work, and long story short, I auditioned for Juliet Taylor, and that day, that afternoon, and they flew me out the next day, uh, she she cast all of Woody Allen's films, and the next day, I was screen testing with the amazing Sean Penn, amazing. Was, uh, and then I was in a movie, and that started my career with, with you know, incredible cast. It's a little film that... Um, is you can rent, but it definitely started me out. And then six months later, I was on All My Children, which was like my favorite soap opera at the time. Uh, so that was it. I was beginning my career from 15 on. I I was doing the the real thing. And my ironic, my school at the time, being a New Yorker, was on 63rd Street. Okay. Uh, it was McBurney. And then my All My Children was uh, seven blocks away. So my transition to like, full-time acting was, uh, it was like seven blocks. Incredible. It was a very interesting uh, yes. <laughs> transition, but I did that for twenty years, fifteen years, and then um, wow. my mother, again, they, she was always the promoter of supporting my career. Said you should do voiceovers, and I, I didn't really know that was, but this, yeah. uh, she, she, being a good mother, nagged me, and I discovered <laughs> it, and, and realized that the more I did voiceover, the more I was liberated from the the confines of what acting does, which I'm sure, again, you know, is that you can be a wonderful actor, but if you don't look the part exactly how they thought about it, you're still confined to it. And and voiceover, as you know, since you do it as well, uh, it's so liberating because then it's just what your voice can do. And the more I did, uh, the more I realized, wow, this is really, really the part of acting that I want to do because I... I'm so freed up, and my talent and my skill set is the, the main priority as opposed to all those other um, variables. So I, I right. kind of bookended my career with a soap and uh, yeah. went on to just do voiceover for the last 20-something years, 25 years, and have loved every moment of it. Amazing. So, so I want to ask about giving great voice. Tell me about that. 
So that came out of my passion for doing that. And again, the, the, the focused uh, aspect of voiceover is the acting through the voice. And, and when you give it, my feeling is is that you, you touch and you move people. And so this platform came out that um, that I noticed this, a lot of the skill sets that I used in my career uh, playing these thousands of roles intentionally when applied with emotional intelligence also supported my real life as well. And right. so I started uh, recognizing that this could be a platform to to teach the art of confident verbal communication through the lens of a voice actor um, because we all play roles, and when we play them well, meaning that we've moved people with our voices to either, you know, again, inspire or to take action, uh, we feel good. And when we don't, when our message doesn't land, uh, we don't. And so giving great voice became something I was teaching my voice acting teacher uh, students, and then I went on to teach people out of the business and realized they could use the same thing. Oh, definitely. And also, yeah, and also it's yeah. a part of uh, how do we speak to ourselves. Right. Because getting great voice, and I know you understand this, that so many of us don't speak kindly to ourselves, and that's, again, how do we create confident verbal communication is, is uh, first having to speak yes. lovingly and motivationally to ourselves, sure. to build our own self-esteem, and then go and use that to give great voice to others. Because we have that negative self-talk and positive self-talk, and a lot of it's the negative, you know? Yes, I would say we have much more permission to give ourselves negative. It's uh, people consider it arrogant. As a lot of times, I'm amazing, I love myself, I'm beautiful, I'm, uh, but, but no, it that's makes not no me. sense when you... <laughs> right, but, it, but it's not. I mean, it's really... Yeah. I was uh, I, fortunate enough to create an affirmation meditation app uh, to, to support that, and in my research, I realized that we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day just downloading unchecked. And, you know, 90% of those thoughts are from the year before and the year before and the year before, and they're mostly negative. Right. And so the, the rewiring of that is through self-speak, and that's giving great voice to ourselves. And then, again, once we feel confident truly because we, we feel good at ourselves, then it's so much easier to go out and overcome all the obstacles that it requires to fulfill our dreams. And, you know, it's scary, right? It takes... Exactly. Confidence to do that. Definitely. I want to add a quick story that when I got into voiceover in Boston, I remember a teacher saying, um, I want somebody to come up in the front of the room. And I thought, oh, don't pick me. And my heart's pounding. <laughs> and they picked someone else. And this woman was just as nervous. And she, uh -huh. the teacher whispers in her ear something. And we're all thinking, what is she saying? And the next thing uh -huh. you know, the woman was skipping a around the room, reading a Clorox commercial, swearing every other word. And, with that, <laughs> when, and that stuck with me because I thought, I can't wait to do this. And then I was so free and giggling that I became myself and not this nervous wreck. Right. right? And, and, and there's so much joy when we tap into that part. I, I always recommend everyone to take at least one, you know, improv or animation voiceover class. Yes. Even if you never play it. And that's how I teach my classes. A lot of them, the students that come in are, are non-professional actors. And I'm like, yeah. this will inform you in every area because the act of play. Oh, yeah. We the act it. of freeing that child within us that we are so, we clamp down in order to become mature. Right. Um, it's so liberating and it helps us then to become better doctors with bedside manner yes. and to become more authoritative lawyers because we're literally tapping into that, that part of us that uh, feels 
good when we speak and 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 what wasn't so self-conscious when we were as we when we were children definitely because we de- definitely lose that sense of play I'm, i want to touch on the fact that uh you have an upcoming ted talk tell me about that Yes, so I, I've taken this passion uh, of giving great voice, and again, I wanted to share it. I've been doing it on a, a you know a smaller level with with students and workshops, and I still wanted to get it out to a larger audience. And the TED Talk, of course, allowed me the platform to do it, and I had the pleasure of doing it at uh, La Sierra University uh, over in Riverside, so it was a local, and it was the opportunity to literally map it out, what is giving great voices, the ability to move, and also to really um, encourage people that when we learn this skill set of thinking like a voice actor in our own lives, that's how I position it, so we can play our professional and personal roles more successfully, um, then we have to practice it, and that means that we need to pick up the phones and use it to call each other and not just uh, text each other. So that's, yes. it's kind of a two-pronged. Yeah. I'm really, really trying to, I'm bringing voice back. Um, oh, that's we need my, it. We that's need my, it. my homage uh, to Justin, but I really want people to not only use the skill set of thinking like a voice actor, but to then really uh, get our communication back to more of an intimate nature, which I think we've lost a lot of. I was telling my daughter, I used to love in high school when my best friend or other friends would call me up on the phone and Nobody calls one another. They're all texting and Snapchat and whatever they're doing. And I like hearing the sound of someone's voice. I still will call somebody to have that connection. And I really, I'm with you a thousand percent. I think there's something to be said that we are digital immigrants and the digital natives, the ones that are growing up with it, it's much more alien to them. And so I have teenage daughters too. And I I am grateful. One of them is so chatty Cathy like me that she does a lot of FaceTiming, which is wonderful because at least, again, that connection. But, you know, uh, I guess there was an article recently in the Atlanta uh, Atlantic about uh, you know bringing the phone call back and that the majority of uh, communication is digital nowadays and right. it's, you know especially in the millennials and so that's part again what the TEDx talk was about was teaching how to think like a voice actor and and I used the fact that I played these uh, animated roles of Poison Ivy and the Arkham Games of Shaq T and then recognizing you know what my intention is as, yes. as Poison Ivy it's to seduce. Yeah. And as Shakti, it's to gain authority. And then I rolled that into, and in my real life, I play roles. And, of course, the hardest roles, as you would know, is mother, oh, yes. uh, wife. <laughs> and then recognizing that, you know, I can ask my kids to pick up their clothes re- reactively, as I normally do, because, mm-hmm. you know, we teach what we need to learn. But kids, pick up the clothes, you know, or I can take a breath and build up and realize my intention is to actually get them to pick up their clothes. And kids, can you please pick up your clothes? So when we understand more consciously how to uh, speak to get our intentions met, a.k.a. to inspire, to calm, then we can be more confident when when we reach out. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to still give great voice to get the job. You bet. You bet. You could lead a whole parenting workshop for, you know, parents and how to train their voices to get their kids to listen. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, like, like, as I said, we teach what we need to learn, but I certainly know how to, 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 to you know what, it becomes more of a conscious desire yes. because we're so reactive in our, and especially in our personal communication, right? We're so reactive because... Definitely. 
Right. So it's really a matter of just becoming a little bit more intentional. And even, again, for ourselves, to take that deep breath and say to ourselves, put your hand over your heart, that's okay. We made a mistake. I I call it the compassionate companion. We have both the compassionate companion and we can be our own confidence coach. When we give great voice to ourselves, I'm amazing, I'm fantastic, and when things aren't so perfect, that's okay. Right. You're still wonderful. Exactly. So listen, I'm going to have to invite you back because we have so much more to talk about. I would love that. Thank you so much for uh, letting me, as I would say, give great voice to you and have it uh, give it to each other because you're wonderful. Oh, thank you. Um, Before we wrap, I want to throw out your website. It's givegreatvoice.com, and people can find you on social media across platforms at Give Great Voice. Tasia Valenza, thank you so much for calling in. It's a pleasure, Janine. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we have to take a quick break. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, and then we'll be back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out.